How's it going, guys? Welcome back to Walk Among Gods. I'm not sure what episode this is, but it's an episode. We're here. Episode 5. I guess this is this episode 5? Five? 5? Five? 6? Something like that. I don't know. I'm the DM. I should know these things, but I don't. But here we are. I'm your host, MiniMonster218, Evan, whatever you guys want to call me. Yeah, it's weird, because it, like, it feels like we just recorded last week, and oh my god, I think we did. Two episodes in a row, you guys are being blessed. So, we are getting ready for some craziness. I'll let my players introduce themselves. We have people coming back, people who aren't here. It's craziness. We'll start with Kilt. Hello everyone, I of course am the Kilt Man, everyone's favorite and least favorite agent of chaos, you could probably say. Tonight, I will be playing the Portmaster, Michael Portsmouth, everyone's background character. And then on other days, I play everyone's favorite dish pit accolade, Sauté, because he's not a sous chef yet. The way to a few more levels. And then also, in the past, I've played everyone's favorite goblin, Barry and Gary. The names just flow. It's all fun. Hello, darlings. Anyway, so yeah, that's pretty much it. You can always find me anywhere within our fun escape. And that's all I got. That's all he got. All right, next we have Mikey. Oh, all right. Hello, everyone. My name is Mikey. I am the founder of Vibe Tribe Productions. You can follow me all over the socials at various iterations of Pop Culture Geek. You can also follow all of us collectively at Vibe Tribe Productions, where we got a lot of things going on. So make sure to give us a subscribe to the YouTubes and the social medias and anywhere you can find your favorite podcasting network, because you're going to want to stay tuned for everything we got going on. I am so happy to be in the player seat in this lovely game where I get to play my favorite pally boy, at least for right now, Rolando Ornasca, your vengeance paladin. Yeah, I like to hit things and it's a fun time. And make orca pops. That was one time. <laughs> Next up, we have Connor. Hi, everybody. I'm Connor. I am playing Delta, the uh, Way of Mercy Reborn Monk. Very excited to be back, even though it's only been one week. It's a special treat. You can find me here on Vibe Tribe doing this, or Neon Memories, where I play that other character, Eric Colmena, the gearhead, and Dusk Vale, where I play Danny Calaveras, the spooky. Yeah, and I realized I am on social media because I'm on the Vibe Tribe. So if you want to follow my social media stuff, just follow the Vibe Tribe, because that's the important stuff. But yeah, thank you very much. Because we found him. The task has been successfully done. We found Connor on social media. Next up, we have Damon. Hello, everyone. This is Damon, aka Theater Cub 79, here in the Vibe Tribe. I am in this game, I am Loris Perfine, the Ladrin Twilight Cleric. But you can also see me in Neon Memories as Shanice Willis, um, the prep rising star. Yay. On social medias, I am also a co-host of a podcast called Cubs Out Loud, the bear podcast of indeterminate length, which made the joke earlier funny. And then in addition to that, if you wish to follow me, you can find me on most sites as TheaterCub79, or you can find me on Twitter. The safer work Twitter is DMAGamer79. Nice. I'll be honest with you, I had a joke and then it slipped out of my head. I'm doing fantastic. And... 
last but not least, we have the return, finally, of Mr. Chris. Hello, hello. This is Chris, also known as Riku. I am back after a nice month off doing my theater thing, but it feels good to be back home with the Vibe Tribe. It feels good to be back home with our games. You can find me on social media as Pup Riku or Puppy Riku, just depending on the app that you use. Here on the Vibe Tribe, though, you might know me as CJ on Brave New Wild. I gotta remember the games that I'm playing. Dang! Alonza <laughs> on, on Tavern Tales. You can also catch me as your Game Master for the Academy and the Crystal City. But here on A Walk Among Gods, I play your custom lineage artificer wizard Chronix Calhoun. Our chronomaster of the group. They got the wizard back. All right. Yeah, so when we were last together, it was an interesting time to figure out how the labyrinth worked a little. They milked the chimera, and they really milked it. That was Why you have to say it like that? No, because that's exactly how they it's Because that is what it. happened, okay? <laughs> I didn't even do it. They decided to do it like that, and that's what happens. It was Delta and Fox. Delta had flash had non flashbacks of what this meant. Sure did. It was great. Yep, that's exactly how it sounded. How it happened, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to the last episode, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. They gave everything. They did their little quest for Ares. They met him. Him and Achilles were in the little Spartan entrance, having a little meeting beforehand. A little powwow. They came in. The Portsmouth decided he didn't like Achilles, so kicked him in the dick. That made Ares laugh really hard, so we gave him a boon. That was awesome. Then they decided to travel the labyrinth a little bit more. They figured out how to kind of get it to work a little bit, how to one of the shifts to move around sideways and stuff like that. They figured that out. They got to the center, the, what they presume is the kind of center of the labyrinth, where they had one more room, and the room took them back. To Romulus's area, his little office, little oval office area, and the other side of the office, not the entrance y'all went in, was the other side. You guys came in, were tempted to go inside, got caught by Philip, and he was just like, You guys gotta go. He's gonna start scrying on me. You guys gotta leave. He countered a spell, which is weird. So y'all left. Fox, for some reason, decided he wanted to, he saw green fire and got curious. I never came back. So we don't know what's going on with that big deal. That was the thing that happened. The audience is going to know. You guys know what's going on. Players are up in the air. They took their rest and continued to move along a little bit until they hit a large circular room on investigation. There are no walls, no ceiling. It looks like it's just a cobblestone floor surrounded by space. As they're looking around, a minotaur appeared out of nowhere. That's where we ended. That's where we're going to pick back up. You guys looking around, you see this big minotaur, large, it's considered large for the size category, appeared in the center of you guys. Does his little minotaur, his little nose bowl thing that they do. Like steam, looks like steam actually comes out. And he taps his axe down, and you guys hear the tap, and he just vanishes again. Roll initiative. Oh, we're, so, okay, we're doing that shit. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what we're getting into. Cool. Love it. I rolled a 15. I need the highest roll. See if you guys go first or if he goes first. 19. I also got a 15, so. 
Chris got a 19. I got a 19 as well. <laughs> Mikey got a 19. Yay, 19s. Zero minus. All right, Chris, what's your dex? My dex is a plus two. So 14. Okay. We're not, we'll all know. What's yours? Mine is a plus one. Okay. So, Chris, we need to roll again. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> we, rolled, we rolled the same thing. We rolled that 17 on it. All right. Rollies. Ah, dun, shit. Dun, dun. That was 11 on me. All right, he rolled another 19. All right. So the Minotaur will go first. Okay, she is going to do a thing, and then he's going to repop back in. Four or five, we'll roll this. I forgot which one he got there. We roll that, because I got my people. One, two. There's a pop behind Mikey. Aw, oh, man. The pop behind, he's just going to, he disappeared, and then reappeared again. Fun. This, uh, I should probably give another dice out of them, like, thank you, guys. Would be smart. Does a dirty 20 hit? Yep. Okay. Oh, my bad, not a dirty 20. 15. That misses, then. Okay. He will miss that attack, and he will do it again. With another 15. Okay, he misses. Oh, no, he's the one. He's one more. I forgot. He's one of those. Oh, man. This is a 16 hit. Damn it. Yes, it does. <laughs> my exact AC. 25 points of damage. Oh! He brings his, his axe down and hits you with it. And as he does that, he's just going to vanish again. Oh, that hurts. Ow. Am I able to roll, like, Arcana or something to try to figure out what he's... what? If it's a spell he's it's using, you have or... no idea. All right. Then at the end, you guys are gonna see as popping out of nowhere, flying around you guys are four flying snakes appear. Can Up. I get a layout check of what like our spacing is and stuff? Sure. Yeah, I'm assuming you guys stand out in the room as aren't all just clumped in one spot, just investigating the room. That's how I'm taking it. That's the smarter thing to do, not just club up around the ground, just checking everything out. You guys are like within easy, like at max distance from the first and farthest from me, it's about 15 feet. So you guys are within range of any spell you guys want to cast on each other. That's not a problem if that's what you're trying to figure out. Yeah. Is it our initiative turn now? Nope, it's the snakes. Cool. I'll wait. Thank you. The little sneaky boys. And on the horse, they're going to make an attack. That one's going to miss. My four snakes. That's gonna miss. Well, that one might hit. Uh, does a 22 hit? <laughs> Who? Uh, Lehoris, you. Everyone, yes. Oh, yeah, everybody. Lehoris, yeah. Lehoris, it hit yeah. me. Yes. Cool. That's, all four of them saw you, and that's what they went after. I've missed three out of the four, so only one of them's gonna hit. You're gonna take one point of piercing damage and eight, seven points of poison damage. Oh. That's it. It's your guys' go. You guys have currently visible right now four snakes. Shall I attempt to pick off? I'm all about that crowd control, and I got some nice, healthy poison resistance. All right, let me <clears throat> start a little bit of crowd control first. Go for it. So I will go after whichever. It doesn't really matter right now because it's just one snake. I'm going to shoot at it with my arrow. That's a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah, it hits. What's your minimum damage? Minimum damage is going to be five. Oh, yeah, it's dead. All right, then I will use my Horde Breaker feature to attack one that's within five feet of it. Easy enough, they're all around. 
it, the cleric. I don't know if this actually adds in the plus eight, but either way, yeah, it'd be the fourteen. Yeah, it's still the same because it doesn't specify. It just says you make a weapon attack. Yeah, it would specify if it changes anything. All right, but yeah, that would be another nineteen. As that two down. Next. Here to go. Five check for Rolando. How you feeling? I'm just about a little above half at this point. <laughs> oh. So I should be okay. I'm gonna Delta's gonna book it over and attack one of the snacks. Go for it. Ooh, uh does a fifteen hit? Fifteen hits. Cool. My minimum damage is also a five. It's dead. Cool. I'm gonna use my bonus action for martial arts to kick another one in the face. Does an 18 plus 6 hit? No, it misses. Nice. No, you did. You get it. Okay, cool. That will also be dead, because minimum of 5. Yep. Cool. Dead. Awesome. And then... I think I'm done. We got three more to go, and nothing currently visible. I will go next. No, I'm not going to do it yet. I'm going to wait to do that. But as my action... I will do the Twilight Sanctuary. Your channel divinity? Yes. Channel divinity. It is an action to do that. Oh, um, cool. 30-foot spear, radius from me, uh, moves with me, lasts for a minute. I will uh, totally al- allow the other two that are went before you if you want to give them their temporary hit points. Sure. So, for Michael, it is Six temporary hit points. Woo! And for Delta, it is eight temporary hit points. And then Thank you. Me, yay, I get five temporary hit points. Wait, when you said Michael, are you talking about Mikey? And nope, Ma- talking, or Michael? I'm talking about Michael Portsmith. Michael Portsmith and Delta. Just making sure. Yes. Mikey... When you in when when Chronix and Rolando in their turns, I will give them their memory. And for now, as a bonus action, I will go ahead and cast a spiritual weapon. Or wait, nope, we're gonna do this instead. Healing word on our paladin. Cleric's doing cleric things. What the hell was a D four? <laughs> so that is. Seven temporary hit points, or seven points of healing. And that's my turn. I don't seem to agree. All right, we just have in products. So at this point, all the snacks are dead, right? <laughs> yep. I don't, need, I don't have anything to pinpoint the location of this Minotaur. But I don't think, no, that's not going to work either. I'm going to need another minute. Chronix, if you have something you want to do, I'll go last. I'm still trying to figure something out. And I pressed the wrong button. So Chronix, you can go. Disappears. What? I disappeared too. No, I don't have that. Oh, God. I know what I want to use, but I don't know where it's at or if it's going to even work. I was considering fairy firing. I was as well. But I don't have a clear location, so it's hard to. Can I hold my action and uh, to trigger once it appears, like yeah. prepare it? Yeah, totally. All right. You can do that. 
then I'm gonna just prepare to cast Fairy Fighter as soon as I see this thing appear. Sounds good. Alright, then I'm gonna be boring this round, right? <laughs> because I'm expect I'm ex this Minotaur is gonna be a pain in the keister, so as my action. I need to word this properly because it doesn't need to come off the way it's going to. But Rolando is going to take his hand. He's going to put it on his chest and I'm going to do lay on hands on myself. Are you going to touch yourself? Sounds good. God dang it. <laughs> There's a reason why I didn't want to say it, but I will use 10 points to heal myself and essentially touch myself, I guess. Paladins touch themselves. I hate you. Rolando, you will get six temporary hit points. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. And then Chronix. Oh, Chronix will get nine. Aren't you special? <laughs> Yay for the squishy boy. <laughs> for the squishy boy. All right, with that, is that everything? I think that's everything. Yep, that's, that ends my turn. All right. Behind Mr. Portsmouth, you see the Minotaur reappear. Fuck. That will cast that should ignite. Fairy fire that bitch. <laughs> yeah, so deck saving throw of fourteen. Alright, it is for the duration. It gets no it can't benefit from being invisible, and any attack roll against the creature has advantage if you can see it. Does mm -hmm. a dirty twenty hit? Portsmouth? I hate you, yeah. You have some temp HP. <laughs> I know, I do have temp HP, but it's also... Like 14 points is lasting damage from his axe? 14? 14. Okay. Ooh, well, that mess. It's a thir I don't think a 13 hits, does it? Nope. Yeah, that one is a natural 20. Oh, oh get silvery barbs. Yes! I love silvery barbs. <laughs> Yeah, and with that roll, it's a miss. And I will give advantage to the paladin. Woo, let's uh, go. He will vanish again. Damn. It's blinking. <laughs> it's bl it's like a blinking light now. It's blinking. It's not actually invisible. It's out of this existence. Ah, uh, damn it. And then uh, in this place, two large... Fiendish-looking spiders will take a spot. Ew. Ew. Nobody likes spiders. Actually, I take that back. Tarantulas are cool, but every other tiny spider... I'm weird. I'm more afraid of tiny little spiders than I am of tarantulas. <laughs> I'm weird. Good thing, because one definitely does not like you. Fuck you, too. <laughs> Fuck you and the minotaur you rode in on. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Okay, I'll give you that one. 18 to hit, Mikey. You're going to take Ow. 4 piercing damage. I need a DC 11 constitution saving throw. Oh, shit. Alright, hold up. So, 4 piercing damage. Alright. And constitution saving throw. Okay. Holy shit, that is a 12? <laughs> I barely made it! <laughs> you're only you're taking half, so you're taking 3 points of poison damage. How many points? 3. Okay. And the next one will go after the Portsmouth. And big old eight to hit, so it's going to miss. Uh, that's them, so it's up to you guys now. Cool. All right. So, if nobody has an ejection, I would like to be petty and slap a spider. 
Hey, as long as the spider's within five feet of each other, I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to try to plan ahead here. So bonus action. I am going. So I'm really upset at the spider because it bit me and I thought we were cool. So bonus action. I'm going to put a hunter's mark on the spider that bit me. Because okay. being a little bitch. <laughs> Uh, and then we're just gonna instead of orc kebab, I'm a spider kebab. This thing, I'm going to attempt to hit it with my lance. <laughs> go for it. Cool. All right, here we go. Dice, be nice to me. Okay, that's not horrible. <laughs> Does a twelve hit? Just misses. Oh gosh, dang it! I have a plus six, but it doesn't help when you I roll. Had it, you had advantage on your first. Attack. Oh, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. All right, let me try that again. It wasn't any better, but does a 15 hit? 15 does hit. Okay, cool. All right, so let's see. Oh, shoot. I need the big boy dice. Hold up. Oh, I love you, D12. <laughs> nope, that's a D10. There you are. All right, here we go. Don't forget your D6, too. Yep, I am on it. I was looking for my ducky dice. <laughs> I brought my jumpstone dice for this fight. Ugh, of course you did. Rude. Okay, that's actually not bad. That is going to be a total of uh, 15 points of piercing damage. That's dead. Crunch, slap, you smack this spider. <laughs> you gone. You only got one more spider left. And that spider's right by kill. What is the poor smith going to do? He's not. That's advantage for his range weapon attacks. Or somebody else can go. It doesn't have to be you. Oh, roll uh, roll his his, hit, his temporary hit points. Oh. Yep. Nine temporary hit points. For you, Rolando. Woo, because I'm definitely... Yeah, these things aren't fun. <laughs> <laughs> no. If Portsmouth isn't going to hit it, I will attempt to. Yeah, if you want to go ahead, I'm looking at something right now. Sure. We'll do a simple... We'll do Toad to Dead. Wisdom 14. It fails. That is... Three necrotic damage. Three points of necrotic damage. Three points. It's still up. What the hell? Bonus action. I will cast spiritual weapon and attack it. Ooh, go for it. 21 hits, I'm sure, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. So nine points of radiant, I think, are... It's radiant damage. Was dead. Yep. Spider's gone. There you go. That's my turn. I, I didn't use. I haven't used my hit, temporary hit points, so I'm good. Well, you can roll and see if you get higher. Oh hell, I did. Ha <laughs> yep. So just add the new. Don't add it to it. Just replace it with the higher number. Done. Good for you. Okay. That's me. How's everybody doing on health points right now? I'm actually doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Okay. If we don't have to worry about it, then that's fine. Can I tell you can absolutely tell me no on this. Can I ready an action? So when yeah, that would work. When the Minotaur pops up again, can I run up to it and cast attempt to cast light on its axe? You can ready the light spell, but being able to do the movement is not possible. You can't do two things in one action. So if it appears, but happens to appear behind you, you totally could. Cool. Alright, in that case, I'm going to ready a spell so when it appears, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on it. Cool. Yeah. Easy enough. 
I'm gonna do the same, but I'm going to prepare. I'm gonna prepare mind sliver. All right, easy enough. Last but not least, the Portsmouth. Buy for Delta if you don't already have it. Oh, Chronix, you get ten now. Okay, so I can I do a bonus action and then ready an attack for yeah, when the minute totally. appears. Yeah. All right, start. I'm sorry. I had to. Uh, I'm trying to understand one of my spells. All right, cool. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to, as a bonus action, do Hail of Thorns, which is concentration up to one minute. And then I will ready a, basically, your one hell, of my bow your attacks. Hell of thorn shot. Yep. Yeah. I'll have a thorn shot as soon as he shows up. He will show up. Right behind the chronics. Those are with your held actions. Go for it. So mine is an intelligence save. It's a he rolled nineteen, so it's gonna be an eighteen on the save. So he's gonna save. Yeah, he doesn't take any damage from it. Shit. Okay. Wait. Dex. Would this not be considered, technically speaking, your first attack against him? Because if that's the case, and I'm understanding the spell lore's cast, you get advantage on your first attack. It's he is doing a cantrip for a save. Yeah, never mind. And the the. My advantage was only for because of the silvery bars, and I gave that to. You Orlando. guys do have an advantage to hit him though, because he did fail the fairy fire, and he peers back in it. Okay, so he is still glowy. And I need to roll a deck save for the sacred flame. Yes, please. Thirteen is your number to beat. We will beat it with a nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, so cool. he appears. I'm assuming that's something looks like a natural twenty smile. Nice. Double your damage. Oh, 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 double okay. your dice. No, double your dice. Oh, it's yeah. So it's two d eight. But I'm going to, I am going to do something special. Uh oh. I'm going to engage my boom. Yeah. So you guys see that where Ares poked him in the forehead, that boar's head will reappear, and it seems like his shot's going to hit a little bit harder. Okay, so this is going to be 3d8 <laughs> plus. It's going to be 68 because it's doubled. It's no, because it, you said doubled. It's okay. So normally, no, when... you double the number of dice you roll. Okay, so my normal attack is 1d8. Double d8. You use the thing which adds one more to makes it two, so that would make it four. Oh shit! And since your hail of thorns, it's 1d10. 1d10. So then it's going to be 2d10. So 48 2d10. Alright. Alright. I need to get another D8. Yeah. Get it. Alright, for the D8s. Because it can be 48 plus 4. That's 2, 4, 6, 6, 12, 14, 18, 22. I have to make a save. Remember, you have to make a dex save for the additional damage. Okay. Oh, that's right. The, uh, hold on, hold on. the, uh, the Hail of Thorns. So I'm still going to take the additional 2D, the 2D10, and just be whether it's full or half. Yeah, yeah, for, for the Halo Thorns. It's what? Dexterity saving throw. That he failed with a 7. Oh, cool, because it was only a 12 he had to beat. Yeah, I, he rolls Dexterity's advantage because he's a barbarian. Sometimes I do oh. once I suck. That's 7 damage in addition to the 22. 29. 9 points. Wow. Reduced to 14. 
Yeah, he got hit for the first. Oh, he's gonna do a thing now. And he fails. So on his turn, he's uh, his after all that, he's just going to ignore Chronix and just charge after. As after he gets hit, his axe will kind of glow a little bit, and he's just going to ignore Chronix and just go straight for kill. Right away, killed eight temporary hit points. Thank you. If you have any, if you have Warcaster, or if you want to make an attack of opportunity, you totally could Chronix. If you want to bop him with your staff or something. If you don't have a staff, all I have is a crossbow. Uh, I like crossbows. And I don't have Warcaster anyway, so... Alright, just save your reaction, then that works. Yep, I know, I want to save my reaction. There's one specific spell I need my reaction for at all times. Oh, shield. (laughs) I was ready for that! Yes, unfortunately. You take 14 points of slashing damage? 16 points of slashing damage, my bad. Okay, there goes my temp HP, so that brings me to... Okay, I'm definitely right about a little over half. Average from now on, that makes it easier. Yes, the average is 14. That's one of the average anyways. Okay, yeah, you're going to take another 14 points of damage? No, that's actually my... No, it's 14 to hit. Misses. 14 right. is... 14 is my AC. I'll be to be to 14 points of damage. I'm hurting very badly. And that will be... He will not disappear this time, as he's blinded angry hitting the uh, the ranger but something will still appear as a looks like a suit of animated armor will appear right at delta he will do his thing with him sure cool two attacks against you those are gonna be of course the first one rolls a crit if i use my reaction to cast shield is that gonna be would that stop that no, a natural 20 is a natural 20. It hits yeah, regardless. Yeah. Cool. I'll Only way that. to stop it is silver barbs, adamantine, armor, and stuff like that. Got it. Okay. Are you using silver barbs? I don't have silver. Yes. I am. <gasps> Thank you. And it's a two, so he's going to miss that first attack completely. Nice. And his second thank attack. You. And mm-hmm. I'll give you advantage, Delta. Oh, thank you. Marco. Does a 13 hit? No. Oh, he's going to miss both his attacks. Well, sucks to suck, doesn't it? That's going to be the armor stone. So you guys are up. And he's still there. That piece just has not disappeared yet. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm first. Go for it. I'm going to get him later. <laughs> I'm going to Hunter's Mark him. So that way I have my extra D6 damage. When you cast the spell, he will make an attack. Fuck! He will do 17 to him. 17 plus stuff. For another uh, 14. Technically, I'm not dead, so I will use my racial feat of relentless endurance. Oh, God. And now I'm at <laughs> 1 HP. Oh, God. Ow. Help? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can do anything now. You can still attack. Can I? Yeah. That was just, he, re- he held, probably held an attack. Well, he uh, he attacked twice. He didn't attack three times, and he normally attacks three times. No, he attacked as a reaction to me casting a spell on him, reducing me to less than zero, not killing me, but re- you know, basically uh, dropping me. And that's oh. what. The, and when I get zero, that's what the relentless endurance is for. Yes, yeah. Bring me okay. back to one HP now. Whether or not I am down or like, but uh, by down, I'm prone. And unable to do anything, I believe 
is the case here. You're just so it got hit. It's like, oh, you didn't go, uh, guess what? I'm not. Yeah. It, you didn't fall to the ground. Okay. You, just, you don't like, lose any action economy. Nothing happens. You just lose that ability. I have to hit you again to knock you down. Fuck this motherfucker. I'm Which is sh- what he's going to do. I'm just kidding. I'm going to shoot him in the face. It's going to be at disadvantage because you're within melee, but it'll be a straight roll. Oh, I wish I had a better short sword, but I don't. 17. That's his AC. Oh, here we go with a 1, 2, a few. D8. D8 and a D6. Plus D6. 4, 2, 6 plus 10 damage. Sounds good. It's not going to do as much as you would like it to, but it definitely does a little bit of damage to him. Fuck you! Need some health! Eight temporary hit points. Better than nothing. Is that nine? Sorry, that's something completely different. Who's next? All right, let's do some damage. <laughs> yeah, wreck it. Bonus action. Now that the spider is dead, <laughs> I'm going to use my bonus action to move my hunter's mark onto this thing. Go for it. Cool. So that's my bonus action. All right. So we're going to attempt to hit it with the lance. <laughs> You have advantage. Yes, I do. So advantage. Take the highest number. Okay. So that's okay. I'm definitely going to take that. Does a 18 hit? 18 hits. Cool. So I'm going to stab it with my lance, but I'm going to make it extra spicy. I'm going to burn a first level spell slot and I'm going to divine smite this bitch. (laughs) Separate the damage from me, please. Okay. No problem. So I'm going to start with. Do you want me to separate off? the weapon damage and the ra- the weapon damage and the radiant damage? Do you want me to separate Hunter's Mark as well? <laughs> Weapons, no. Put that as a weapon damage because that's okay. all additional weapon damage. Cool. All right, so I'll do weapon damage first, and then I will do the radiant. So just the weapon itself is going to be okay. Not bad. Fourteen points of piercing damage, and then let's do the ra- radiant. Oh, hell yeah. These are numbers I want to see. That's going to also be 10 points of radiant damage. Nice. You will take that in full. That's for it. Bitch slapping me earlier. Uh, you will... That's not safe. Eight temporary hit points to you, Rolando. <gasps> Woo! For more damage. <laughs> Do uh, it. So Delta is going to attack the animated armor. Because I can. Ooh. 22. Hits. Cool. So that is this. Okay, so that's six damage. Nice. A piercing, because that's with the spear. And then followed up with a martial arts. So that is a dirty 20. Hits. Cool. And then that is a eight damage. Nice. They're yeah. looking halfway healthy, but almost bloodied. Okay. And then, in terms of geographical check, are we like on the outside of this little bundle? How? What's the? What is the relationship geographically between the animated armor and the Minotaur? They are about fifteen feet apart from each other. Okay. Am I smack dab in between them, or are we like? No. So you. It's you, armor, 15 feet away, Portsmouth, right behind him, Minotaur. 
Got it. Okay. And then by him is going to be Volno. Got it. Okay. I don't want to do an opportunity attack, but I want to circle strafe a little bit. So whatever I need to be in between, like animated armor and yeah, you can stay within stay within its melee and just Mm -hmm. kind of walk around. Yeah, easy enough. Yep. I just want to position so I'm like its prime target more so than anyone else. Yep. Easy enough. Keep it busy. Thank you. As a, I will. Didn't want to get this close, but I'm going to have to. I will go over to Michael Portsmith and cast Cure Wounds at second level for 19 points of healing. That's my action. That's a nice little roll there. And then as my bonus action, I will have the spiritual weapon attack the Minotaur. Sounds good. Roll your attack. Yes. Because I had an ADHD moment and unfocused, who gets 19 points of healing? You do. Thank you. Oh, I feel much better. At least I won't die right away. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> yeah. Yes. On a spiritual weapon. That's fun. Fuck. For eight radiant damage. Nice. And that was bonus action. Action. And movement. That's it. And I guess I'm right next to Mr. And Minotaur. Yeah. Delta 8. If you don't already have it. Oh, and did I give Rolando, did I give you yours? Yes, you did. Okay, cool. Yeah. If I aim out a web, will I be able to get both the animated armor and the Minotaur? Without hitting anyone else? No. Okay. Not without hitting anyone. The Minotaur has the Minotaur is being sandwiched between three different people of your party. Great. You know what? I'm gonna try this. I am going to You know what? I'm gonna cast Mind Sliver at it. What's the DC? Fourteen. It fails. Alright. It takes it's not much, but it takes two psychic damage, and you subtract 1d4 from the next saving throw it makes before the end of my next turn. And that's going to be, that's my action. I think that's it for me, then. Awesome, awesome. All right, Minotaur's turn. Let's go back to hitting the Portsmouth. It's going to miss with a 12. Yay! We'll hit with a 19, though. Fuck you! 14 points of damage. Ow! And last it. Natural torment. I can't. Yeah, I can't silver parts that one this time. I uh, could, but I'd lose a. No Chronal shift reaction. Reroll that. So reroll. So is it reroll the whole attack roll? It makes as a reaction after your creature within thirty feet makes an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. You can force the creature to reroll. It was so just that one. Reroll the whole attack roll. Yep. With a sixteen to hit, so it's not a crit. So another fourteen points of damage. Hey, guess what? Oh, the farmer is going to go against our monk friend over here. That's going to miss with a twelve, and that's going to miss with an eight. Four of these things down. You guys are going to see four weird-looking, like aberrant monster, but it's going to be like just the head appear. See four of them. We're going to come out. 
yeah, four of them are going to come out. They're going to do a thing. Four. Two of them are going to go after Ronaldo. They're going to make their attacks. Boo. It's going to miss. That one's going to miss. That one's going to make this attack. That's also going to miss. Now that you're going to go after the cleric. How rude. <laughs> That's, I'm rolling fours and threes. What's it mean fours? I'm using yeah, actual dice that? this time. First of all, how dare you? This is going to hit. A dirty, dirty 20 is going to hit you. There we go. Yes, got 20 on. You're going to take four points of piercing damage, five points of necrotic damage, and then you need a DC 10 intelligence saving throw. So you said four and five for the yep, damage? So nine, nine total points of damage. Got it. And then you need a DC and, 10 intelligence saving throw. Oh, so that's a two minus one. Okay. For so a you one. Can, you cannot take reactions until the end of your next turn. And oh, on, on your next turn, you must choose whether you get to move, use an action, or bonus action. You only get one of them. Okay, cool. Okay. And then the second one, that was the second one. That sells four. And that's it. It's your guys' turn. Hi. How dare you? <laughs> Let me get this out of the way. It's a death saving throw. I gotta beat, what, a 10? Yeah. 15. That's one save. Next. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> I'd make the joke and I have to pin step HP down. <laughs> but that won't help me. No. Oh, Lord. Apparently, action bonus action. Oh. Hit the Minotaur hard. <laughs> yeah. Do y'all want me to see if I can grease it and get it to fall? No, wait for a second. Or is it, it's, with, it's close to me, isn't it? It was in like melee range of it. Okay, so that won't work. But I could. It has taken damage. This is hard. If someone else wants to go, please. Lovely. I'm going to hit a bitch. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm going to still go after this Minotaur. But as a bonus action, I am going to activate my channel Divinity. And I am going to use Vow of Enmity. So, <laughs> you totally could, Mikey. All the attacks on this thing already have advantage. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Fuck it. We're just he's gonna hit. He's been fairy fired and he recklessly attacks, so everything has advantage on him. Fuck yes. Okay. I'm a. Uh, mm, you know what? So, hear me out. Actually, you know what? I should have asked you if I can do this, but when I was creating this character, I used the optional features that come with Tasha's, right? And one of those bonus actions happens to be Tasha's Harness Divine Energy. So as a bonus action, I touch my holy symbol, not myself this time. And I can regain one expended spell slot no higher than level one. So I touch yeah, myself. I you use a channel divinity slot and you get back spell slots, correct? Yeah, I can use my channel divinity to fuel my spells. So as a bonus action, I can use channel divinity to give me one spell slot back. Yeah, go for it. Cool. Bonus action is enough. I touch my holy symbol, not myself. <laughs> you totally touch yourself. Gosh dang it, you guys. Alright, since that's a thing, now that I have a spell slot back, I'm gonna hit it again! <laughs> or at least I'm gonna attempt to. Let's see what it does. Oh, please, ducky dice, be nice to me. I love you. Holy shit, that's a 20. Natural 20. Hey, let's go. These, yes. duck, these duck dice are my favorite. But don't tell my other children. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. This is awesome. Remi I'm sorry. Remind me the rule so I can write this down again. <laughs> Double the number of dice you roll. 
So, yeah, so instead of 1d8, you roll 2d8, etc., etc. The only thing that won't be doubled is if you're playing a barbarian and you get a brutal critical. That's very fair. So Everything else is double the dice. And that includes Hunter's Mark or no? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. That is not get, the only thing that will not get double is brutal critical because it, speci- it specifies that in the rules. Okay, really cool. Hold up, I need... Remember to separate the damage, the weapon damage dice, the 10, the 2d12, 2d6, and your 4d8 radiant damage. I'm assuming you're doing a smite, right? I could. Yes. You natural 20, smite it. Okay, smite sm- it. All right. Why the DM telling you this? Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll do weapon damage first. So I'm going to include the double lance and the double hunter's mark in this. So, one sec. Okay, that's not horrible. And let's roll the other stuff. Okay, so just weapon damage alone. 11, 18, 19, 20. So that's going to be 22 points of piercing damage. And then let's take care of... Let's do some damage in terms of radiant. All right, and that's going to be 22 points of radiant damage. Nice. I heard it a lot. <laughs> Take that in full. All right. Yeah, as Rolando stabs this thing, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> he's definitely bloodied. Get him. Mm. Oh, 10 temporary hit points if you need them. Woo! Okay, if I'm five feet, I'm going... Oh, so you said I can only... It was only... Action, bonus action, movement. You can only do one of those things. One of those things. Okay. That doesn't help anything. That's making this really hard. Okay, fuck it. I'm just going to do it and hope it works. I know I would normally get disadvantaged, but I have the advantage because of the fairy fire. I'm going to guiding bolt him... When you begin to cast a spell, he will make an attack against you. So 14 hit? No. And this is... Fuck, fuck him up. And I'm going to do... Yeah, we're going to do it at second level. Fuck it. Natural 20. Let's go. Second level, so that's 5, so that's 10d6. 10d6. Oh my gosh, let's go. Sorry. <laughs> We'd love to see it. <laughs> Do I have 10 D6? I hope so. I have to have 10. Ah, there's one. I'm going to put this over here. So, 33 radiant damage. Nice. And he's lit up, so next time we'll have another advantage. Yeah. Oh, it's natural 20! Yeah, he doesn't like it, though. And I give myself... Yay! Five to <laughs> Let's keep this going. Let's keep messing him up. In the words of Tatiana, choices. Yeah, choices, but I don't have much in terms of attacking spells. Oh. That's the thing. I have a lot of help. Remember, he still has that minus d4 because he hasn't made any saving throws yet. Yeah. So I'm trying to see what I'm... What am I going to use? What am I going to use? What am I going to use? You know what? I'm going to firebolt it. I really don't have much else. Yeah, roll your attack. 14? Misses. Damn it. His turn. Uh, he's no. Delta. Hit me. You punched the... Uh, Not yet. Time. That was last time. Is that last time? It was yeah. last time. Oh, I'm off. I guess I yeah. am. Yeah, go That's for okay. it. Punch the, punch the thing. 
I was going to punch the thing. I just didn't want to do it because we were all beaten up on the Minotaur. I didn't want to be like, no, to pause that, let me hit this other unimportant thing. Well, but I, the I am, am going to punch this other unimportant thing. Ooh, does an 18 hit? 18 is his AC, so you barely hit him. Okay. All right. That is only five damage from my spear. Alrighty. And then I'm going to follow it up with a, a martial arts. Ooh, how about a 23? That hits. I love having a high dex. Okay, cool. And then I'm going to... Okay, so that's five. I'm going to spend a key point and do Hand of Harm, which means that Ooh. I get two on an unarmed strike, add an extra martial arts die plus my wisdom mod in necrotic damage. So I'm going to do that. Because I can't remember if animated armor is immune to necrotic, but we're going to find out. So that is five necrotic damage. Well, it is full damage, but it's still up just barely. Okay. Yeah, I think that's all I'm going to do. Thank you. That was the Minotaur's turn. And he's going to turn towards the Cleric. Because that is his next target. It failed its saves on. That hit it. Oh, no, wait. In the scripture, real quick. Hold on. Oh, it also yeah, took a mighty hit from the power. That is very fair. I did lots of damage to it. Never mind. I still use it on that. Okay. It does not go after the cleric. It's still going after the fortune. <laughs> no. I read the item description and it ha- it's part of the curse of the weapon. That's fair. Oh, no. First one to hit, that's two death saves. Yeah. Two fails. That one will miss. That one will miss. Oh my god! <laughs> Motherfuckers, y'all better kill this motherfucker. <laughs> I was ready for another one of my time f- shit. Oh god. Okay, so I'm gonna have to do something. It's going to go to the... Let's do the, to the thing it's gonna bring out. It's gonna be that. Oh, we got the other things too. Oh god. Yeah, he's still not dead, so he's still summoning things. As a young basculus go up here. Oh, shit. I want to keep in mind, the highest, this is only a CR1. But they're not fun. Anywho, we need to kill the Minotaur now. Behind Chronix. Oh, the basculus appeared yep. behind you. Behind Chronix. It's going to do. Does a 20 hit? A shield? Misses? It misses. Cool. That is the basketball's turn. We will do the little skeleton skull boys, my little death heads, on the Auras first. The two that are still in front of you. Then you take another nine points of damage. Oh, did they another, hit? They rolled a uh, 21 to hit. Oh, okay. Okay. Nine points? Nine points. And then another intelligence save. You said intelligence save? Okay. Nope. Natural 20. Cool. For a 19, but... And the next one's going to make a bite at you for 22 to hit, so another 9 points, so another save. 17, 16. So 16 total. Awesome. Then the two on Will and Aldo are going to go for their hits on him. Ow. Does a 19 hit you? Yes, it does. Cool. 9 points of damage and a DC 10 intelligence save. Okay, 9 points of damage and... Intelligence saving throw. Okay. Oh, okay. This is just going to be a flat roll. <laughs> I got a 14. 
You guys, none of you guys care about piercing and necrotic, right? Just adding them together. So I don't think you guys care about that at all. Okay, cool. So I'm just adding it because it's four points of piercing, five points of necrotic. So then mine. Second one, it's a 17 hit. Yes. Another nine points and make your saves. All right, nine. In- intelligent again? Yep. Okay, cool. That's a 13. You pass. And then this thing is going to try to hit a monk. For the first time in forever yeah please do <laughs> there's a 17 hit that is my ac let's go it missed the first one with the natural one finally hit on a second one for a grand total you ready for five I'm points of damage. oh damn five now i only have blood three blood. temporary hit points five points of blood damage damn that hurts so bad i don't know what oh. i'm gonna do that is their turns cool Okay, so I'm going to go first. Please do. I'm going to, as my action, spare to dying on Michael. <laughs> as you cast, he's going to make a cut. Damn it! <laughs> Four, does a 19 hit? That's my AC. 14 points of damage. Then the spell doesn't go off. Oh, shit. I'm unconscious. Fuck. And Fuck. that also means the... Yeah. The... Twilight Sanctuary is gone. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. This is choices. What are we doing? What are Can we I doing? Go? I, was, I was trying. Oh, go. I have a thing. All right. So first off, I'm going to hit this thing in front of me, the animated armor. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Does we already established that's a 21. It hits. What's your minimum damage? Uh, five. Five. It's poofed. It's now just a thing of ash on the ground. Cool. I am going to spend another key point and trigger a flurry of blows. So I'm going to run over. I'm going to move in a way that allows me to get next to the Minotaur. I'm going to use one of my flurry blow flurry of blows with hand of healing on <gasps> the Portsmouth. Yes. So you so get when yeah. you get there. Yeah. I need you to make me a DC 12 constitution saving throw. Okay. Dirty 20. You pass. The Basilisk is looking at you. You can see it. They can see you. Oh, I give it a sup. How you doing? Because, you know, it's Delta. and it's That's awesome. what Delta's made out of. <laughs> yeah, so you get... Sorry about that. Oh, no, you get five health points back. Porty boy. And then with my bonus action attack, I'm going to kick the minotaur in the kneecap because i think that's funny kick its kneecap 23 hits cool yes. eight cool four it doesn't look like it is quite as much as you wanted it to and should i dare i yeah we need to take this thing down i'm going to trigger hand of harm again so it's going to get seven necrotic damage seven necrotic in its kneecap damage. yeah it's gonna have a crunchy knee it's going to have... I used to be a defender like you until I took seven necrotic damage to the knee. Oh my gosh. Get it. And that's my turn. Thank you very much. How bad is this thing looking? Not the best. Do it. Do it. Firebolt. Yeah. 15. You have advantage. Oh, I have advantage. That's right. 16. Misses. Damn it. Fuck! <laughs> I can do. Wait, do I? No. 
Oh, do it. Do it. Are we gonna have a chance to take a long rest? That's oh, the question. Yeah. Oh, we're not even gonna survive long enough to take a long rest. We might as well just do it. Yeah. I would say something, but I'm unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck it. I'm gonna use my chrono shift and try to roll that attack again. <gasps> yes. Do it. Not twenty. Let's go. Fuck yes. Let's go. Two D ten fire. Fourteen damage. Nice. He is not looking the best. As you see, almost a poof of smoke come out, then travel back into his hand as another huge fireball comes out. Yes. Hallelujah. Alrighty then. I guess it's I guess it's my turn. <laughs> All right. Please let this work. <laughs> so. I'm still going to be engaging with this Minotaur. I am going to... I'm going to attempt to hit it with the Lance once again. Just stabby stabby. Okay. Okay. Remember, you have advantage. Oh, okay. The first one was a lot better. 24 to hit. Yes. Cool. And as I hit this thing with my Lance, I am going to burn my last spell slot. And I'm going to Divine Smite this bitch. (laughs) Go for it. Okay, here we go. So let's separate weapon damage and then radiant. D12 and a D6. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, hold up. I rolled max for both dice, so 12, 6, 12, 18, 19, 20, 21. So that's 22 points of piercing damage just for the weapon alone. Nice. And then let me roll for radiant. Please let this be high. <gasps> Yes, okay, 12 points of radiant damage. How do you hit it? You see a... something pop on his, like, his, like, shirt. Like, this weird circle thing that's, like, on, like, the strap that holds his axe. It pops, and he vanishes, dropping the axe. The only things remaining left in the room are just the four heads. Okay. Uh. Hunter's Mark, with your Hunter's Mark center on him, he's gone. Oh, damn, okay. Out of range of the Hunter's Mark, he's gone. So it just... As in he is removed from combat. Oh, thank gosh. Alright, we still got things to take care of. Just have the basket. Oh, the foreheads and the baskets. Right. Oh, I completely forgot about that. The baskets. Make a DC 12 constitution saving throw. Me? Okay. Yeah. Alright, give me... See the baskets. They can see you. Constitution saving throw. 22. Fast. Cool. I'm like, suck, cutie. I didn't make Chronix make it because it appeared behind Chronix. That's the only reason why he didn't have to make it. Cool. So there's my go. <laughs> and Portsmouth, you're up with your five hit points. I'm debating. Do I really want to? It's the, you said it's four heads. Yeah, four of these little like aberrant looking floating undead heads, and then a bas- and then a small basilisk. Like I want to do something about the basilisk, but I know I can do m- more with the heads. Although I do have to stand up, don't I? Yep. Can I stand up and attack in the same turn, or is that just... Is oh, that, just standing okay. up just takes up half your movement. Okay, well, then I will stand up and shoot after one of the heads. When you stand up, I need a DC 12 constitution saving throw. Six. You are restrained. Fantastic. All right, next. As you begin to slowly get turned into magical stone. You still can use your action, you just can't move anymore. Oh, I was going to move anyways. 
And let me just shoot it ahead. Oh, shit. Son of a bitch. It fell off and went under the other side of my desk. Eleven. To hit a head? Eleven to a head. Kick, next. These things are tiny. Guess I need to roll my death saving throw. Eleven. Yay. Yes. Is it us or is it the bad guys? I, don't you have your horde breaker thing? Or do you have to hit with your attack? I have to hit with the horde breaker. Okay, so it's my turn. Okay, that's what I was waiting on. Yeah, that's why I said next. The, Yep, okay. It is. That's why I thought you'd do your next attack. Nope. So, the heads will move on from Horace and go one, two, two, four. Go towards the monk. Get two floating heads on you. Nice. Are they going to go ahead and make their attacks? Please do. 21 hit? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, no, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. it is. So, yeah. Nine points of total damage and a DC 10 intelligence saving throw. Mm, okay. Oh, that was so close. So close to that natty 20. Intelligence, yes? Yeah. So that is a 15. Easy pass. Next, The next cool. one's going to hit you. Okay. That is a natural 20. Damn. I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield. It won't do anything. Oh, no, because it's natural 20. Stupid, Chris. Yeah, natural 20. Yeah. Damn it. Stupid. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Go for it. Yeah. It's whatevs. You're taking seven points of piercing damage. Cool. And of course. And three points of necrotic damage. Okay. So you actually you only took one more point than the average there on a natural okay. 20. Cool. And then Thank another you. DC 10 constitution saving throw. Oh, not constitution. No intelligence save. Cool. Oh, natural 20. Alright, cool. Next up, it's gonna hit the Boo. <laughs> 19 hit. That definitely hits. Another nine points. Cool. And the save. All right. Which of the six skills is the save is for again? Intelligence. Okay, cool. This is just going to be flat. Thirteen. Pass. Next ones. Another 19 to hit. Another nine. And another intelligence save. Ow. Okay, why can I hit with a plus three to hit, but I'm missing with plus nines to hit? I don't get it. <laughs> Who knows? That is going to be a twelve. Okay, we pass. And the next up is the Basilisk. It's going to attempt to bite the wizard with an 18. You take a total. You take three points of piercing damage. Oh, that's 18 to hit. Does it hit? Yeah, 18 hits. Okay. You take three points of piercing damage and two points of poison damage. Cool. That's going to be it for those guys. Nothing new comes out, and the Minotaur does not come back. All right, how do we want to do this? I have two floating heads around me, right? Yep. I would like to hit them, please. Sounds good. Two tiny little floating heads. Okay. Fifteen? Fifteen misses. That definitely misses, but that's a two. So that's an eight total. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. I tried, guys. I might regret doing this, but it needs to happen. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go over to the cleric. We need you. And I'm going to use and as my action. So go ahead. They're going to attempt two hits attacks of opportunity on your miss ball from the two heads. Oh, thank gosh. Okay, cool. So as my action, I'm going to go over to our cleric. And I'm going to use my 10 remaining lay on hands to give you back 10 HP. I need a how can I do this? You are, are, am I doing it? 
Yeah, I make a DC 12 Constitution saving throw. Me? <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. Party. You too, Delta. I forgot about that. Party. Alright, here we go. Be good to me. Ooh, okay. That is going to be 18 for me. Cool. Then everything goes by normal. 15 for me. Yep, everything went by normal. Cool. Hey. 10 points of healing. Bam! <laughs> and that's going to be my turn. Yay. I'm going to fireball this basilisk. Sounds good. You have to remember you're within melee of it. And this is a ranged spell attack. So the attack will be at disadvantage. Fuck it. All right. Are you averting your, are you averting your gaze from it? The what? Are you not looking at it? Averting your gaze? Yes. Okay. That's the same thing. It's double disadvantage, but it's at disadvantage. 13 does hit it though. Nice. Yeah. I'm looking down at its tail. <laughs> Two damage. You know what? That's pretty good. Two demolish. We got two more. All right. Let's see. In my state, I mean, I'm still able to do my bonus and then my attack, right? Yeah, you just can't move. I okay. Let me I, du I'm, double check that, but I believe that. Yeah, you can't. You just can't move. I'm not moving any either which way. Just. Oh, you just have also disadvantage on your tackles. Fuck. All right. All right for my bonus. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Hail of Thorns again, and I'm going to shoot at one of the heads. Sounds good. Roll your attack. Six plus eight. That's a 14. Misses. Well, poopy. And at the end of your turn, I need another DC 12 constitution save. I got 10. You're petrified. Cool! Now that I'm a statue, I'm going to go take the dogs out. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Hell. I don't have that yet. Nope, sure don't. I have to see it. I can see within range. Okay. I'm going to hold the dead, the basilisk. Sounds good. When you look at it, I need the... Uh, you have to see it for the spell, unfortunately. So I do need yeah. a constitution save. Okay. Natural 20. Cool. And then it's going to make its wisdom save. Yes. Uh, what's your DC? My spell save DC is 14. It's going to... They roll the 14 minus 1, 13. It's already been damaged. So you get the D12. Yep, 10 points of necrotic damage. Woo! It is looking not the best now. And then I... Oh gosh, do I want to stand up? Yeah, I'll stand up. That was odd. I didn't like that. Okay. I need to figure this out because I've... So, here's the thing, and I need you, DM, to make a determination on this. I've read through the spell Spiritual Weapon, and it has a duration of a minute. It's not a concentration spell. And it's still up. Okay. Unless the spell itself specifies if you were to go in... If you were to be... If you were to go down. It doesn't. So cool. Oh, it, it is still there. Nice. Okay. So it will attack the basilisk because it, I guess yeah, it can move. move. Yeah, you move. Bonus yeah. action move and attack with it. Yeah, go for it. Yep. It is the B13. Oh. Uh, 13 out of die. So 19 total. Sounds good. Roll your damage. Eight. 10 points. I think it's actually force damage. I was looking at that. Right, well, that's exactly enough that I needed to kill the basilisk. The basilisk is dead. 
all you have left are these tiny little heads. But we lost some. The heads will, on their turn, fly off to the side and disappear into space. Yes. Oh. And there we will uh, take a break. <laughs> Child, I need to collect myself. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, so oh. that was great. Saving throw. Two of them. Pour one if out for the passed, homie. If you would have passed the second one, it would have ended. He would have been okay. Oh, no. It was a tiny little young basilisk did him in. Let's just say its gaze made me hard. And he had to give us one last one. I'm glad I decided to petrify the... I'm just kidding. I'm not happy. You know he's still going to keep going with the puns. I know. Whenever I can talk, I'm going to say something. I know, and you will hopefully be introduced to the remainder of the session. You are a very sexy lawn ornament right now. (laughs) You don't get to talk. After all of that, really what remains on the ground, after everything you all have to spot, which is a lot, you have to spot a lot of things, what remains is the statue of Michael Portsmouth. I'm assuming he's putting up the middle finger to the basilisk. Yep. Definitely doing something like that. So they're out of the DX crotch chop, but I'm assuming it's part of the middle finger. Oh my gosh, the crotch chop would be hilarious. Suck it! Uh, a pile of ash that was this animated ash and suit of armor, and the Minotaur's red axe. That is it. Everything else appears to be nothing has changed within this large, this circular room with space around you guys. Looking down the hallway, you guys do see that safe room is still there for a rest. So for you guys, in order to be at level 5, you guys do have to take a long rest before we can that level be fully there. We're definitely going to need to use it. But how do we touch this axe? (laughs) Is it a big axe? Like, it's clearly like a two-handed heavy weapon. Two-handed heavy weapons, great axe. Awesome. Delta no longer cares and is going to sweep up all the little ashes from the ash armor and put them in, like, a bottle or something. See, I want to pick up the axe. I'm afraid, though, that it's going to do something very bad. And with two hit points... That'd be all right. It'll be fine, Delta says. (laughs) I want to get, like, a... (laughs) It's like one of those situations where I want to get a cloth and touch it. (laughs) So it's not directly touching it. Oh gosh, I don't, yeah, I don't know what to do on this situation. Oh no, but let me actually look, um, let me look at my items real quick. <laughs> oh, I don't know if it'll work. God, I don't have it now. I will look at the Michael Portsmouth statue, touch it. So is he, a, he's a statue. It's legitimately like he is made of stone. I don't think I can get rid of that, especially not right now. Well, do we want to carry him around with us until we're able to get some help? That'd probably be the safest bet, given the fact that we don't want to leave him in the labyrinth. I'm happy to carry him. Okay. That might be the better idea, but we also have this axe. I can mage hand the max and hold it and just carry it that way. What's what's the weight limit of mage hand? Ten pounds. Oh, okay, I think we should be fine. My people who have Arcana proficiencies, for me an Arcana check. I okay. am happy too. I do not. Me neither. We be chilling. Oh, I'm not oh. very bright. Yes. Natural 20? Hey, so, thinking about the fight, Chris, I'm going to have you look me an Arcana check. This is going to be for the axe specifically. Okay. Because now that you're looking at it, may chatting and stuff like that. So, thinking about the fight, I'm kind of seeing how the the Minotaur is popping in and out. You're looking around, and 
you try to figure out where you are. You figure this is probably where the presumed almost center of the labyrinth is, and the Minotaur was popping into different spots of the labyrinth and coming back, and summoning creatures from different portions of the labyrinth for fight in this fight. Uh, I rolled a nat 20 on the axe. Jesus Christ, he's mad at Looking at the axe, you're remembering a book somewhere, you recognize this axe as to be what is called a Berserker's Great Axe. Ooh. And it is, you do know there is some sort of negative connotation with it, but nothing that will cause harm by touching it. Knowing this, just, I'm like looking at it, like, oh! Dispel the mage hand and catch the axe. Nice. And now you die. No, just kidding. <laughs> I was about to make that joke, like, alright, blow your PHP. No! And... It was great having you, Chris. <laughs> oh, this is nothing. Touching it's not gonna do anything, but... Yeah, there's some bad things about it. Ooh. That... It's got some bad mojo. <laughs> we can hold it, just just don't use it. Okay. Do you want to hold it? Do you want me to hold it? I'm cool with whatever. As you like, see, he's holding his arms, start to shake a little bit, his little wizard trail <laughs> arms. Rolando, I want to take it. Rolando goes over and picks it up and just, just statches it and holds it. That's fine. I think it might be maybe good in your hands? Maybe? I can swing around pretty heavy weapons, but we'll work. We'll figure that out when we get to it. Cool. As Delta's sweeping up all the ashes, he's just absently going to say, it's weird how the Minotaur kept, like, popping in and out through all the different spots in the labyrinth and then, like, bringing all of his friends here. I wish we could do that. If we could go wherever we wanted to and find friends and just make more friends. That seems seems pretty cool, right? Well, Because yeah, that's what he was doing. He's, like, in and out. You know what? That would be pretty cool. But that would require us to make friends. And I don't know if most monsters would like us. <laughs> we don't need to necessarily make friends. We just need to get to the center. Oh, yeah, that too. And yeah, the that's... Whole, the whole reason we're here is to get I to remember. the center. Yeah, it's not friends. The... It's center. Got it. With you. We're good. So you guys, hey. what's the next? So are we taking the... Lawn ornament? <laughs> the statue... And going over here and resting since we can. Yes, because out of character, your boy only has two hit points left. I think yeah. we're all pretty rough. So I, yeah, I think a good rest will do everybody some favors. Yep. So heading yeah. back towards Sorry. the safe room, dragging. Yes, because like very absently can hear the echoing of a of the long statue that is. The poor smith. Getting back there, you guys look up and you do see the sign, the dribbling chin, as you turn into the wooden safe room. That's right. More hot dwarves, let's go. <laughs> I'm tempted. But I will say, thinking about the Minotaur popping in and out and stuff, I don't know, do we want to get caught outside the labyrinth when it shifts? Or do we think the door on the other side, this door, will stay a labyrinth door even when the labyrinth shifts? Mm, you know I mean? That is an excellent question. Because we're like close to the center. so As know, tempting as hot dwarves are, I don't want to risk the chance of us having to trek further. The actual area outside of the shape room, nothing has really truly shifted since you've been inside here. Even yeah. during your longer. So I think it's really shifted was the safe room moved from where Ramadus is from the Pantheon of Thieves to the Dribbling Chin. 
area itself is not and shifted. It's, it stayed that way. Same like it's spot. Nothing has moved. Got it. Cool. I mean, hot dwarves. You guys um, are basically at almost the nexus point of the labyrinth itself. Not quite at the center, but a point where it seems like you guys going with the knowing what the not knowing how he did it, but figuring out a little bit what the Minotaur was doing can go almost anywhere at this point from the labyrinth. Got it. Do cool. we want to bring our friend up in the thing and see if somebody else can help him out? This it wouldn't hurt to try. Sure. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> so you guys going up the stairs? Yep, back to the dribbling chin. <laughs> sure. Alright. So the door opens. And you guys do see the bustling, large, this is mostly for Chronix, so he can know what he's seeing here. The large tavern, it's huge, this thing is, it's huge, it was basically made out of a large dragon layer. From a mountain, so it's like a large indention in a mountain. You see the front door, and you see across the entire, wood, it looks like it was built in, so it's all wood and everything like that. Very nice looking. Across the entire top of it, there are heads of different ancient and adult dragons. There's one massive table in the center that's a skull of a of a dragon worm. A great worm. And it's full of people. There is the front door and then there's a portal on the far side you can see it and it's called the Bitchway. In one corner is a full-size gym. At the front door, a man wearing a large, way bigger than any human you've ever seen before. Wearing a very a skin-type blue latex suit with blue antenna. And just his face is visible, and he wears these goggles and these weird-looking boots, and a cape made of looks like raccoon tails. And he's superhero posing, like with his hands on his hips, like fists on his hips, watching the door, with a big smile on his face, looking behind and very loud above the bustle of everything. And you see a dwarven man wearing a shirt that looks like it should be about two times, two times too small for him. It's like skin tight. He is serving all the customers, and he's—you can hear him not screaming. No, get down from there! You're not supposed to be over there. What are you doing? What do you mean? No, what do you want? Whiskey over here? Come on! That's currently what you guys see. And he like turns over and sees you guys. Oh, look! The bitches are back. They came into the side door. Look, they're back. Hey, Dick, get over here! <laughs> you see the man called the Tick. Without taking his hand off of his hips, walks over. He goes, oh, our friends, they're back in our city, my city. <laughs> this is what you missed last week. It was glorious. He's <laughs> like, Why? what are you doing? Why is there a statue? You trying to get me to lift it with my muscles? And he flexes, and the shirt rips off his body. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the t-shirt, Kurt. <laughs> he flexes the shirt completely off his body. He's like, look at these muscles. And pops his pecs. And he goes, what are you doing? What's up with that? And he says, what's up with you guys? I'll turn to look. And he turns back, and he's wearing a brand new t-shirt. Welcome to the madness, Chris. <laughs> if you want some backstory, this is my... He is a tavern owner that I put in every one of my games, Chin, in, in a campaign. I got finally got to play him. And when I played him, it changed his lore forever with adding the Tick, who was his best friend, who also was in the last campaign, who was an awesome character played by an incredible person who actually listens to this podcast. Yay! So he... this is He got a shout-out, and he got another one here. The Tick is an incredible character. He played it very well. This is based off the 90s superhero, The Tick. Oh, I'm well aware. Yeah, that is. That is <laughs> you forget, Minnie, you forget how old of us, um, a lot of us are in this game. Yeah, true. Most right. of us are child, children of the 90s. All right. 
for our younger listening audience, he's based off a superhero, but take look him up if you don't know who he is. One of the greatest heroes who ever lived. Just facts. And for you guys who didn't notice the chair that he sat on last week with that bloody stump on the bottom, that was Chair Face McGee's head. That is Chin's chair. He keeps him in his bag of holding. Hey, we need help. Yes, we do. <laughs> the statue? Yeah, I don't know if you can... Tick. Chin walks over and grabs it, just grabs it with one arm, picks it up, and just like, wow, who made this? This is very nice. It's a petrified person. And oh, we- he looks familiar. He was the guy with the bow. <laughs> yes, the, our friend. He's a, our he's a statue now. Yeah. We ran decoration. into a basilisk. He walks over and he puts it on like the bar, the stone bar. Nice decoration. That's not the help we need right now. I don't care. Oh, I don't know anybody that can fix him. Fuck. I need him here in case somebody comes up here who can do it. On the one hand, we don't want to leave anyone behind. On the other hand, though, he would be out of danger because we don't know what else we got. Technically behind, he's technically a focal point. <laughs> that is very so, true. Like, I, like could I could totally curl him and make these muscles bigger, and he flexes his shirt off again. You have to. It's great to see, but where to? I know. Look at these muscles. I work hard on them. I am very aware. You gotta be super uh, strong to wield this. As he pulls his hand out, a hammer flies into it. But you gotta be strong to wield this kind of weapon. That would be in this kind of place. Does he like flex? Does like the Terry Crews and flexes like all the individual muscles? Oh God. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. The hammer down. <laughs> he, like, he, like, throws the hammer again. He goes, "I'll look at the hammer." As he comes back, he calls it back. He's wearing a brand new T-shirt, the tuxedo T-shirt now. Yeah, yeah, it's um, just anime nosebleed, just left <laughs> and right nostril. It's not okay. great. Uh, I, huh? Yeah, but if you want to keep him here, you're bleeding. Totally could have um, that effect on people. I could use my last key point to do hand of healing on myself. <laughs> you got to, yes. I have that it kind of effect on people. Is he has look out to like the people like has a bunch of people with like random nosebleeds. <laughs> My people. <laughs> Rolando's nose slowly tricks, but then he like he cleans it up. <laughs> what happened? Why fuck? Never mind. Wait. But I totally can keep him here until somebody. Because this this I found that we get a lot of high level people to come here. Totally could find somebody here that could possibly soften him up. Group huddle. So I'm like, Rolando takes the group and kind of does a group huddle real quick. <laughs> you guys are talking. And after a little bit, you notice something feels off and you see the tick is also there. Like yes. listening. <laughs> As he should. In, he's in the group huddle thinking like this is like what he's supposed to be. Like he's on yeah. around you guys too. He's like <laughs> super, super attentive. Like he's like, what are we talking about? Good buddy, old pal, chum. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So group huddle. Look at the our normal three and then sees the tick there. I was like, okay, I guess you can be on in this in two. Okay, so here's the thing, right? I'm included. <laughs> yes. Okay, so here's the thing, right? We still have a I figure we still have a bit ways to go down this labyrinth, right? And I I mean it, we could carry p- our Portsmouth around, but I'm afraid I don't know what else is down there, and I'm afraid of having to babysit him in case you know, there's potential of statue to be smashy. <laughs> but then there's also potential to be here. But I don't know. Something about the t-shirt ripping owner, the dwarf, might actually be a better, safer option than carrying him around in a labyrinth. This place seems like the safest place around here for it. We appear to be good friends of the place, so I'm sure we could trust them. 
let's ask the uh, let's ask the uh, portsmith and uh, delta will go over to the statue and go okay michael here's what i think okay you do i smack him upside you... the head let him. let him i have an idea <laughs> okay <laughs> blink once if you want to come with us and we'll make it like an escort quest that never ends okay and then don't blink just keep staring if you want to stay here forever I smack him up the side of the head for just saying escort quest. All of a sudden, he just here. I think you blanked. <laughs> Wait, oh no. Oh no. And standing next to you is... So now standing next to you... Oh shit. Looking very <laughs> intently at the portsmith is a hobgoblin. Oh no. You know, normal size for a hobgoblin. I forgot what to, get to put in his that part of the stats, but... He's reddish-orange. He has a nice little insignia on his shoulder that marks the guild that he is part of, which is the Goblin Family Merchant Guild. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the cousin of Gary the Goblin. This is my darling cousin, Harry. He's married into the family. Oh, no! Oh, no. See, I'm familiar with some... Hobgoblin? Harry the Hobgoblin. What have we done? See, here's the thing. I was aware of this character a long time ago, and it's finally time that Mikey meets this character. <laughs> it was either this or Sari, who's the scout rogue. Ooh, rogues oh, are that's fun. good. Nah, this Hobgoblin is all the rage right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> but yeah, he's not that intelligent. He has an intelligence of nine. He's a fighter. He's just—he's just a big, goofy kind of himbo, and he's actually there to deliver supplies to Chin from Gary. I can vouch for him. He didn't take the bitch while he climbed the mountain like a man. He's not—he's strong, but not as far as buff as Mike. Let's just turn off again. Gosh dang it! <laughs> Nose bleach. <laughs> oh yeah, it's bad. I am staring intently at his chest. Yes. Like, Chen is doing, like, a full, like, Arnold, like, the poses, the Arnold Strong, like, the Strongman classics. He's just, like, doing the full pose-offs. He's not as quite as cut, but he's, like, still ripped. He's like, hold on, it's coming! And he's, like, he's, he's not even paying attention. He's just doing it to, like, the crowd now. And he's, he's bouncing, like, he's just being a showman, because he actually was charisma as a barbarian. The tick is still... Super tenderly listening to what you guys are saying. I'm waiting He's just for the happy to be here. Eyes on him. I want to see the oh, cert reappear. I see. Yeah. While you're watching him, the shirt never comes back on. He notices after a little bit when the when he like makes everybody look away. He looks down, his shirt's still back on. He's looking. Gary he turns, uh, turns chin around. It's like Gary told me to bring the supplies. They're over here. He pushes him towards the bar. And through the back door. Goes to the back door for legitimately like half a second. Comes back out. Brand new t-shirt on. Damn it! <laughs> I would think a piece to be there. As you like, like, like below the table looks like gives you like a fist bump. Like below the bar where nobody sees it. But yeah, I can keep him here. Laura, until... I'm with you. We got this. Next time. <laughs> I can keep him here until somebody shows up and possibly fix him. I won't even challenge like... you. So, I think Gary knows him, and he would marry much like it if he got unstonified. Can you send a word to my cousin? 
I think Carrie can help. She might have a spell or two. And that's Carrie with the C, not Carrie with the K-E. That's a whole different person. Yes, and he pulls out like like the notebook from Blue's Clues. The little flip notebook and a crayon. And he's like writing this down. But he's like holding the crayon like in the most wrong way possible. He's holding the crayon like this. And he's like, like slowly like whispers into Harry's ear. How, how do you spell that? It's C A R R Y. How do you spell spell? Oh, F P E L. L. Wait. How did I know that? And like when you look at it's like the most it looks like a kindergartner wrote this note, but it like the note like the page like disappears and goes to where it needs to go. Cool. I Once Gary gets the message, I think he'll send Carrie and maybe Carrie, I don't know. But he will also be around with the next delivery, so it may take a little bit. Nice. I guess we should head back. And I'll turn and walk to the door. Follow behind them. <laughs> no. You guys can totally, any items, magical items that your character did have, like potions, or anything, you guys can totally still grab those. Oh, um, what did I'm you have, gonna... Portsmouth? I think I had like, two potions. Yeah, two oh, those would definitely be helpful. Just be out. Uh, who's taking us? I'll take them. Okay. That just make it easier for inventory. Okay. How many uh, potions do you have? Do I have two now? I do have two, so now I have four. But I will hold on to them and dispense as needed. They will not just be me just swallowing potions. <laughs> Unless someone else would like some or if no one has any. You can totally give them that. You can give them a Give it who? I don't know. I, I was saying something like I was a character and I'm not. I'm a player. You start to dissociate a little bit. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm totally a player in this game. But I know what I'm doing. No, I'm the guy that runs the thing. <laughs> you can make as many potions as you want. Yes. You can be as many potions as you want. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh, boy. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All so right. the Portsmouth is in safe hands, hopefully. The safest and most muscular hands you can be in. You see, every time he brings up his muscles is when he, like, rips his shirt off. Underneath Rolando's... That's where, he, that's where he flexes his shirt. Like, he doesn't rip it. He flexes it off. Underneath... He flexes yeah. his muscles and he's getting bigger enough to rip his shirt off. <laughs> Under Rolando underneath his bread... Bread. Breath. <laughs> I swear I can English today. You just hear Rolando for anyone listening as they're leaving the Portsmouth's in the safe hands like, lucky bastard. <laughs> you see, he's like, he's like flexing. He goes over and he goes... No more drinks for 30 minutes! And you see Chin just runs over to the full gym set and lifting weights. <laughs> These things look like, the, like... He's lifting way more than any person should simply be able to lift. It's like Larry the Lobster from Spongebob in his weights. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I'm walking backwards and I'm looking, still staring intently at Chin. <laughs> he goes, if there anything else, I don't have to lift to the sideline because of the way! I just happened to walk in front of you. Back on. Does he cover the view from everybody? Damn. I'm sure it says, do you like these games? <laughs> All righty. Portsmouth is in safe hands, I guess. Shall we head back to the dungeon? Show- dungeon? Should I- we head back to the labyrinth? Sure. Yep. And I guess you're coming with us. Yeah. Soon? 
Be like, I am Harry. Look, we need you. Grabs you. Come here. <laughs> you don't yeah, have to what, grab me, Rolly. It's, What's your name? We talked about this. Harry. We talked about this, Harry. Yeah, but what's your name? <laughs> I'm Harry the Hobgoblin. We, ta oh. we talked about this, Harry. We don't use nicknames. It's not just me and you. It's everybody else in front of us now. <laughs> Rolly? Yeah. So here's the thing, right? And Rolando goes on a long ass explanation how Rolando and his family have been friends with this other family for a very long time. <laughs> Hobgoblins. Or the Goblin no, no, family. So the merchants. Goblin Family Merchant Guild. Yep. Group of goblins <laughs> that are ran by a goblin by the name of Aerie the Goblin. She is the matriarch of the guild, the guild master. Then there's Barry the Goblin, who's the second in command, and that's the the primary character I first started with. And then you got Carrie the cleric, who's the gob Carrie the Goblin, who's a cleric. <laughs> it's uh, just a whole Gary, plethora. Farmer who primarily deals with all their milk and cheese based products. You have Aerie, who is very <laughs> weird. You got Fairy, who's a very fiery bastard. You got then you obviously have Gary, who's <laughs> Gary the Goblin. He's in charge of all the merchantile and the networking and getting things done. I kid you not. Like he has whole A through Z, but we will be here all night if we go through all of and this. Now we have Harry. You now we have Harry. Now, so Harry married Hillary, <laughs> who's actually one of the cousins. Hillary's one of the cousins. Harry just married to Hillary. I kid you not. There's a whole family tree that Kilt has. I have heard about it, and I believe he showed me a brief bit of it. It is a real I thing. Did. Not, I ladies did. and gentlemen. It was it was an accident. It was listen. We're gonna go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Take your long rest. End the session there. I feel like the long rest was just listening to the whole family history. I demand in the cut for this. I demand there be a fade out and a fade back in there. <laughs> be like, so here's this person, and that's the family history. Long rest. Thank you. Definitely during that fade out, we're gonna have this bunch of guy going twelve hours later. Yes. Yep. That's exactly then, what I was thinking. And then there's Zeri. He's <laughs> technically the zookeeper. I don't really know. He's weird. He's the beast man. No. I think either that. No, wait. There's. There is a swarm keeper. That is Zeri's sister. It's weird. The Zeri and they're sweary uh, because of the swarm. And then, the, but we'll go back to Zeri. Zeri's zookeeper, the Beastmaster, and that's the whole entire family. Oh my! And that, ladies and gentlemen, is, and non-binary peoples of the internet, that is the family history of this new character. But uh, what an amazing episode! Minnie, do you want to sign us off, or shall I do the honors? Go for it. Cool. This has been another episode of A Walk Among Gods. There was some combat. We momentarily for a little at least a little brief period of time we have to say goodbye to the portsmith but until we can find greater restoration or somebody comes and gets him but we have gained a new companion 
When we come back next episode, what other batshit insane things wait for the party in the labyrinth? Now that everyone is at level five, what is about to go down? You're going to have to tune into the next episode to find out. But until then, this has been another episode of A Walk Among Gods. And from all of us here at Vibe Tribe Productions, remember, take care of yourself, love one another. And as always, let those good times roll. But until next episode, we'll see you later. Ta-ta for now. Thank you for tuning into another Vibe Tribe production. We really are glad you're here. We're going to have to come back next time to see how the adventure unfolds. But until then, take care of yourself. Remember to love yourself. And make sure that whatever you do, you keep those good times rolling. We'll catch you next time. Bye.